back. It's been a couple weeks. You know, when we first started, we, we didn't take like any breaks for like six months or something. But these breaks, these hiatuses have taken, um, have come a little more frequently. And yeah, that's my bad. No, uh, no. I mean, I've, I've been guilty of my curtails. I would say it's very reflective to maybe Pogba's career. You know, <laughs> he was great consistently. And then he, yeah, those, those injury spells started up, you know, piling up. Uh, but yeah, glad to be back, man. Yeah, man. It's it's been a. I feel like a lot has happened that maybe we haven't talked about or, or haven't had a chance. But I know, like, we always talk off the record anyway, so we. The pod never so really stops. It, yeah. it doesn't, but but there's things that go unmentioned on here that we just assume we talked about. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of forget. Anyway, um, let's um. Yeah, let's start off. Episode 110. Two guys, two mics, two pints. Um, you want to do like a... I guess we can do like a... We'll look at the table. Yeah, I think that's at, a good... The uh, Premier League table. Compass, and, yeah. And then we can kind of like diverge from there a little bit. You know, discuss the like the sub-headlines and shit. And um, you, you have it up? Uh, the table, yeah, I have it. I have it. All right. It's 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 pretty crazy, you know, when you look at it. I mean, your usual suspects, but it's um, you know, I feel like the elephant in the room, or maybe the zebra in this case uh, would be Newcastle, and their top four finish as of now. Yeah, I do want to give them their flowers. They've been playing amazing. I have to say for for a club that obviously doesn't normally achieve this kind of stuff. So uh, well, yeah. better get used to it, pal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally and. Who am I to say, like, now the league is just that much better, and I think it's it's a nice opportunity for the tune, the the fans that have been supporting since Shearer, since before him, you know, the club's been through their ups and downs, their spells in the championship, and, and now they're, you know, a top flight club as of today's standards. Um, like, well, they're not, they're not even, like, just barely doing it, they're, they're actually, dare I say, dominating. Yeah, they're very convincing. Good, good it's performances like, against big clubs too. It's you know? not like uh, I don't know Brighton last year or West Ham. Even West Ham, yeah. Where you know you, you just you felt like they were overachieving. Right now, Newcastle seems like they're doing what they're supposed to, given their manager, given the players, and even as it stands, the players they're not the top tier that you know that they're aspiring for that they can afford as well. Yeah, but with, but with you got time. guys like Almiron who's playing maybe at a higher level, I, you know. And I can't really say that he's playing at a higher level. He's scoring a lot. But you know what? You, you do get moments where he's like, "Wow, that's that was world class." You know, it's like, well, there's there is a good player under maybe some of the MLS, uh, you know, vibe that he gave a lot of people, and which leads me to believe that mm-hmm. this designation of being world class or Premier League level is. Um, it might be like that line might be a little blurred now, you know. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I mean, but I will say what he's been able to do so far is impressive. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that that Not team, you know, you mentioned him, but we could go Bruno Gumairish, who who's probably the best player. Yeah, yeah, I would say. I mean, he he's come from a Champions League side in Lyon, and it, it's evident. You know, he commands the ball. He does a little bit of everything, and I would say Maximin is is in that tier. Where yeah. they're they're all elevating the team, and then you got Kieran Trippier in the back, playing like one of the best he, right backs uh, in the world. Is he uh, England's best right back? 
At, I think at the moment, I, I would have to agree. Well, with everything that he does, he doesn't just go forward. He doesn't just defend. He, he does, defends he well. He does it all. He, do, he does everything well to the same level, and he has a pretty mean set piece. I mean, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, countless yeah. times Absolutely. I've seen him yeah. score free kicks, uh, stays fit for the most part, because I know last year, I think, or the year before, he had that bad injury with Atletico. But, yeah, it, that team's very good. I, I guess his say. only knock would be his size. Yeah, he's undersized. Yeah, not the biggest guy on the block, but makes up for it, uh, you know, with those with the shirky tackles. Yeah, yeah, that too, that too. I mean, <laughs> you you got to figure. The man's got a tripod. The guy, the guy is from the city academy. To be fair, so. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. One of the one of the it. few, one of the few. But um, yeah, it's a very good team. Um, and the guy who used to be on their team is actually would would be the leading scorer if he was on Newcastle still, and that's Mitrovic. I just want to give him his flowers real quick. Um, but yeah, man, it's a crazy league this year, man. Amongst everything, like we know the typical subjects are there. Yeah, and um, I, I guess we can go to 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 the big one is Arsenal's uh, top in the table. Um, Southampton put a little bit of a dampener on there. They could have gone four points clear. They could have stayed four points clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're only two now ahead of uh, City. And... Uh, um, I don't know. I really like the way that Arsenal are, are pretty much handling everything so far. Yeah, they look really good on all fronts. And, and the biggest difference, because I thought they were playing this good last year, uh, but now they're playing just ever so slightly better as in terms of health and consistency. And, and, Saka's and Saka, good. yeah. Saka and Shaka, you know. Shaka is actually they've aligned, level yeah, yeah, he, quite a bit. I think he's the player that they always thought he could have been and... Man, like, talk about finding that form right before the World Cup, too. I, I just mm-hmm. hope he stays healthy because he's one of the best midfielders in, in the Prem as of as of right now, yeah. you know, this season. Like, yeah, he's I think, team of the year so far. Yeah, yeah, if he keeps he's it up. up there anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, Martinelli's turned out to be the gem that that everyone always forecasted to be. Yep. Now he's actually producing. He's making plays, you know, tearing up, you know, you know right backs, cutting in, and uh, and actually finishing as well. He's like a mini uh, Vinicius, yeah, or like a, you know, Vinicius light in a way. Oh, um, so like a Richarlison? Um, oh no, no. Ah man, uh, gutted for that guy. By the way, what happened to him? Uh, I think he's injured. He's threatening oh, to miss the World Cup now. So oh, he man. was he kind of like broke down and stuff. Oh, I mean, we saw a little bit of that too with Varane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there guys are falling left and right. It's kind of sad to I, see. I feel like yeah, we're seeing quite a bit of that right now. Yeah, um, but reeling it back into Arsenal, I mean, the biggest difference this year is that they're actually winning the matches, like, or at least getting yeah, a, no, a point they're, out they're of the actually, matches. They're they're taking advantage of, of their superior football, but there's there's um there's a like periods of time where they're just passing the ball, progressing it, and, and finding open space. Ramsdale, like making yeah. that making the field as wide as possible, and then finally executing. Like they they really play pretty football. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it's exceptional, and and also their center back partnership is very is very solid. Um, it's just very few weaknesses on that team, and I think their biggest test will be against Man City. City. Yes, yeah. it is. It is because I think the 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 fact that they both play very similarly, you know, um, almost identically. Uh, obviously, the personnel is different, and the, their uses are different. But, I mean, in the grand scheme, like you said, they're able to orchestrate play, possess the ball, 
when they don't have the ball, it's their main motive to get it back by pressing. It's going to be dope, man. I hope it's a high-scoring affair because that's when I think football is at its best, you know. Just two two uh, teams gunning it out. Uh, and teacher, and, and student. hopefully due to good offense and not bad defense. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, defense is is very. Uh, it's it's a very mom- like it's a momentary thing. I feel like one moment can ruin everything. And then I hate to say like that's what we judge defenders on just that one mistake. I know. And I and I it's tough against very talented teams. Like I mean that front three. There, there's like this increasing notion or discussion of about, and you'll see like Benzema quotes is like. Yeah, you know, like players, they they get judged on the goals, not necessarily the play. So, yeah. like we were talking about Almiron like earlier, um, he's scoring right now, but I think he passes the eye test for me though. Yeah, okay, that, and that's fair. Maybe I'm just picking on him just as an example, but like he's scoring. Like, a lot. Does Mitrovic, that necessarily mean? Yeah, well, yeah, that's Mitrovic a better is example. A, is a perfect example. That's a better yeah because we can we can see that he's not as good as say like someone like Harry Kane or well he's and he's in that company as far as stats are concerned. Yeah, it's pretty wild, you know. Yeah. So so like the the amount like the amount of goals doesn't necessarily indicate the player. It just I guess indicates effectiveness, mm-hmm. which is definitely important. You you definitely want the guys that are up front to score at a good rate. Oh come on, chicken wing. Um, well, yeah. Um, where the fuck were we going with that? Oh, with the City Arsenal thing, which was postponed due to some stupid scheduling conflict that a wife of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but um, aside aside from them, I guess you know, despite Tottenham actually dropping points a lot lately, and considering they've played their twelfth game, still decent for them to be third. Stu, get this, they. In the first 10 games of the Premier League season, they achieved their highest win total, which was seven games, I guess. Mm. And then immediately after that, they lose three in a row. Fucking <laughs> So they, they were actually in a really good position to get more advanced, but they've dropped so many points. Yeah. Um, or did they drop points? I don't, I don't remember. They have, they have, because they played recently and, and uh, they lost to a team they shouldn't have. I'm free, I should know this. Uh, maybe Brighton? Or they drew against them. I don't know. Yeah. But they start off really strong, which is good. Which is good because, for me, they didn't seem like they had won that many games. I think they drew one and lost a couple or lost, drew a couple or lost one. No, yeah. Well, right. As of now, they've lost three games and drawn twice. Uh But they started very strong. Mm -hmm. And I think they've they've just now made a nice gap between their rivals, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Arsenal are just... You know, much better, yeah. and I think uh, it, it's not a two-horse race, but it's feeling like it. It's feeling like it's going in that direction, um, especially with the usual suspect Liverpool, uh, topsy turvy. You know, they they have good moments, and then they they go and and you know they beat City and they go and lose to Tottenham. I mean, Nottingham. Sorry. Yeah. It's like uh, wow. Night and day. It's just it's so inconsistent, and I think that's what ultimately finds them at eight. You know, eighth position. You know, teams ahead of them, United, who have gone through their bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea, who've got... I haven't been able to find... Like, yeah. All those teams haven't been able to find any sort of consistent mm-hmm. consistency across the whole season. So it, it, it's actually kind of frustrating to watch those teams. Yeah, because you know there's some untapped potential there, I feel. And the problem with with all of them, it, it varies. Well, with Chelsea, ton of injuries. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool, they didn't really reinforce the way they should have. Um... 
uh, Manchester United. I think they're they're actually evolving. Like they're they're just going through changes right Man- now. Manchester United took them a while to get uh, into grips with um, Ten Hag system. I think it's flowing, but like personnel wise, the players are individually not performing to to the expected standard. I guess it's it's weird. It's we- really weird. Ronaldo's been basically dropped permanently. Yeah. Well. I heard he may be coming back now. That was the last report I heard. But, you know, yeah. they were making a good point. I think Roy Keane was going at it with Hasselbank on Sky Sports. And Roy Keane is like, you know, you shouldn't be doing a United legend like that. He deserves to still be on the team and to still be getting some minutes. And the other guy argued, well, I understand he's a legend, but United look really good with him on the bench, you know? Like that, that starting eleven, their best eleven doesn't include Ronaldo for me. Maybe he should be used more often as a super sub type, right? Maybe something like that. And and you can make a case, but it's a systematic and thing. That's kind of what he gets. But you know, the thing with with Manchester United's attack or forward or whatever you want to call it, none of them are consistent. Jaden Sancho, I, I think I think he Juancho Sancho. I think he's he should be breathing a sigh of relief with the fact that Ronaldo's taking up all the headlines and he's getting not, not much of the focus. Yeah. Um, because if anyone's the most inconsistent or or even like un unimpressive, like, unim- like yeah, yeah, he's just not he's not doing anything. It's him. Rashford, you don't know what version of him you're gonna get. One day he looks like like the Rashford we all thought he was gonna be. The next day. He's he looks a, like Che Adams, you yeah. know? <laughs> and even Che Adams has like double digit scoring seasons. Yo, you know, like sometimes Rashford, you, like, like what's going on here? What is this? You know, and, and when you get that version of Rashford, well, maybe Ronaldo can finish better. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's a Ronaldo thing. It, like, definitely, there's an ego there, and he hates being on the bench. And I'm sure Ten Hag is also a bit of an egomaniac himself. Yeah, of course. He, like, and any any manager would like first the Dutch man. <laughs> you know, that's just they like, they have like this thing where. Let me remember uh, Van Gaal. Yeah, or even like Komen with Barca. Komen, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, speaking of Barca, Barca. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not we're not there quite yet, but um, yeah, I think it's a. It's an interesting situation that Ronaldo has, and apparently they're shopping him. There's rumors that he might even come to MLS. I I don't even know what level you can even qualify Ronaldo as. Obviously, talent wise, yeah, he's he's one of the best. But it's just like realistically, he he what he you- still has talent to be in Europe. He just doesn't have the talent to be in a top, you know, like a. A Champions League level side, it's maybe like a fringe Champions League level side, which he technically is at right now. But like, say, like Ronaldo realistically should be at a Betis type level club, if that makes sense. I mean, that's that's the only kind of team that's gonna give him the minutes he feels he deserves because modern football and the and the way it's played, you know, even even the most. uh, You think in a like in a Chelsea team that doesn't really have a striker, you don't think he would get a, a lot of minutes there. By default, but not because he'd make the the side better. And by the way, now with Potter, I don't think that ever happens. But 
like you know I, I think by default right now since they have no strikers really that are of name you go for him but uh nah man i i think it, it's kind of like slapped on too you know you see him play and it's like yeah you play great but there's no way you're playing at a top side where there's certain things that are going to be required of you. Selflessness being one of the most important things as well. I mean, it's just Ronaldo doesn't, doesn't strike me as that kind of player. And if he still needs his ego coddled, like a lot of guys like him do, uh, you know, MLS is the perfect place. Because they're, I mean, look look how we treat Chicharo. And not to say he's bad. I'm just saying that, you know, by European standards, he's not up to par. In the MLS, he's a stud. And and I think Ronaldo can can definitely use that as a good sending off for his career. While living in sunny LA, Uh yeah, at LAFC because I I'm not supporting Ronaldo, man. That's like me. That would be me, LeBron 2.0. I'd have to uh, really. You, I'd have to start supporting the Timbers. You know, uh, what you <laughs> well, well, one that what uh, <laughs> that franchise? No, you know no. you know what they do, right? They chop wood. <laughs> well, they they cover up a lot of things. Ah, uh, yeah. Um. Okay. But yeah, that that's kind of my my opinion on Ronaldo, man. I mean, the the whole move from the get go, I I was like, it doesn't make sense for for him to go. The there. reason why United got him wasn't because they actually wanted him, or that they needed him. They just got him so so City didn't get him. Uh, that's what it kind of felt like. By the way, it's been confirmed that there was never any truth to that. That like City actually realistically wanted him. It was more of agent, you know, type of. I just want to say because imagine if if we would have actually gotten Ronaldo and he would have been playing at City. Do you think he would have been pouting about the same things? I I, I say yeah. But I say no. I I think because uh, like the same way Ten Hag requires a certain, you know, type of prototype for his strikers. Pep's almost asking for the the same thing. And then the worst thing about Pep is that his ego is even worse. Like, you know, he's yeah, sad. But I think, but I think uh, City is a lot more set in the way that they play. And, and we'd create a lot of chances for him. Yeah. But. He, he would have ended up more than whatever he ended up with. 17 goals, I think it was. He definitely would have gotten more than that with City. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's really hard to imagine, but... I Do even you remember that period last year where United were playing just completely fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. For it was like a two month period where they were just. They could. I mean, they still are the but they couldn't joke, piss but. a drop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, today they actually play better football. Like I, I, I can say I can enjoy the way they play from the back now. The Sometimes, way, yeah. It's just it's actually okay, you know. And now I, I know they're going in the right direction. Um. But yeah, man, uh, the the other surprise I would say that I kind of have here, and maybe this is because of my fondness for them, but Leeds United currently in, in relegation zone um, with with a game in hand, I will say, but Je- uh, Jesse Marsh is on the hot seat, yeah. according to a lot of reports. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've and, read that too. And man, I, I think it would be premature. It maybe, is. Maybe I'm being biased, but I think that they've actually played pretty well even in their losses. Oh, man, um... Like, how, how do you how do you even like address that though right like you play good but you lose because um, we see that every season we see that with a lot of teams even sometimes teams that win where well, they were they were better but they lost mm-hmm. um obviously they have a fucking striker problem because yeah ba- the Bamford that we saw two seasons ago is non-existent yeah that's well that's, you you, that's... you you were calling it 
Yeah. Well, I I wasn't a big fan of his, but yeah. I mean, even then though, I he was much better before because even the half chances that he would get at times, he would convert, and now he seems more likely to sky them or just misplay them. It just doesn't look like he it's looks working a lot for him. slower too. Yeah, yeah, and you know that I'm I, I don't think it's an English thing, but it's not uncommon with English players where they'll go on that two year high and you'll never see them again. Adam Lalana, you know, Jay Rodriguez, guys like that. Uh, even Danny Ings, I must say, his his level has dropped. You know, it's just how how reliable can these guys be? But um, yeah, as far as Leeds, man, I think Leeds has to remember they lost a few of their really good players. You know, like guys that make the difference: Calvin Phillips, Rafinha, and you expect Jesse Marsh to just easily be a mid-table team? I mean. Well, yeah, that's tough. What, what, what exactly is expectation, though? Because they they did start off pretty well. They didn't invest a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, well, they they, they got Aaronson. Out, they cashed out, like you said, on on two big players, Calvin Phillips and Rafinha. Calvin Phillips, if I'm not mistaken, is a is a homegrown talent. Yeah, Rafinha was imported, but I'm sure he got they got more than what they paid for for him easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, was there someone else? I think they did lose someone else. I'm just forgetting. But that. but you know they did they did bring in Tyler Adams. They did bring in uh, um, uh, Brendan Aronson. Uh, yeah. So so they did spend money, but they didn't equate what they formerly had. Yeah. I feel. Do you remember last season uh, when when Villa sold the uh, Grealish, and they're like, okay, with that money we're gonna bring in. Okay, we're never gonna replace him, but we're gonna bring in players that attribute. Things that he did. So we got the dribbling ability of this guy. We got the, you know, the penetrating ability of that guy. And then the finishing of that guy. They made like a whole presentation about it. Yeah. And it all felt like kind of like, you know, masturbatory. Yeah. But um, it, it kind of seems like they might have tried to the same thing with uh, with, with the signings. The, the main thing, I, I think more than Rafinha, who is more of a, like an attack generator, mm-hmm. is, is losing on Calvin Phillips because he's... Ball he's, winning and ball distributing. He's a metronome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Tyler Adams, as good as he is, he's more may, of a, may, a true six. I yeah. Feel. Maybe maybe not at that level, but I, I would say damn near at ball winning. Now at distributing, nice. Yeah. You need a direct ball in the Premier League. And Brendan Aronson is good, but Rafinha is a different kind of winger. Yeah. But Brendan Aronson, don't get me wrong, his game is I like him. He's saucy. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't even call Aronson a winger. Like yeah, he's, I like feel a, like central, like a like an eight, like an, yeah, an attacking mid, like someone someone that that comes in wide, but you he's gonna always go in central. Yeah, by the way, I, a guy that I love that plays in that role, and I feel like he's being underused, and he plays at Spurs. Brian Gill, I think, in that kind of role, like what Aronson plays for uh, Leeds. I mean, damn, I think he'd really kill it. Um, but then he'd wait, he'd take away Jack Harrison's uh yeah. Food. Yeah, that's who's a, who's playing pretty good. He's he's yeah he's, he's consistent. He's I like him. consistent for the last three four seasons now. Yeah, he's pretty consistent. Um, but you know you mentioned Villa earlier and we haven't talked about it here yet. But Steven Ooh. Gerrard got sacked, oh. and and that's another big testament to you know you can have all the money in the league, but if you're not using it correctly, you're going for an inexperienced manager who did pretty good at Rangers. You know I'm not going to take that away from him, but. Man, it it just fell flat, you know. Um, I know, I know you, you're, I know your answer right now. Do you think it was too soon? It was. A, I think it was too soon of a job for sure. But I think in the same manner, it was to sack him. Oh, too soon to sack him. 
Um, I don't think so. I, I think it's it's pretty much like the best time. I mean, it's been less than a year, hasn't it? Yeah, but they've been dire. You know, they were better off with Dean Smith if we're going off of points, and mm. and he lost the fan base quite early on, and the new signings that they did get. It just se- it doesn't fit, you know. It's not fitting, and he doesn't seem to have much dynamism to his management, or you know, guys like Graham Potter, you know, and even Eddie Howe, by the way. Uh, I mean, they they have a, a more transcendent way of playing. Steven Gerrard, like like Lampard, seems to still lack ideas, and I think that's their biggest uh, problem. Whoa, Steve Nash, another Spurs fan, one of the few. Um, <laughs> Seems to be one of the too out. many. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> man, he was heated, huh? Yeah, never seen him like that. Not even in his playing career. Yeah, what the heck? I thought that was Gary Lineker behind him. Um, but yeah, man, I I don't. That's pretty much all the major headlines from the Prem that I can think of. Um, aside from injuries, of course, which have been brutal. Um, Varane, as you mentioned earlier, we saw Richarlison go down. Ah, man. Take care of your take care of your ankles, guys. Eat your sopita. Man. It's one of the things and granted this can happen in a regular year where World Cup is in the summer. Player might be might be getting injured April, May. You never really know. Um But the fact that the World Cup is a week and a half away from uh, regular season playing time, fatigue and injuries are definitely a question. And we've talked about this before, but we're actually seeing it now. Yeah. There, there might be some big losses, even in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I think, even um, in Qatar, man. I think, yeah, of course. Um, oh, there was a big one. Uh <sighs> Man, I'm forgetting, but but there's a few where they they were, and you'll see it. They're they're like crying and stuff. And well, yeah, we said Varan already. Varan. Ah, there was another one though that was like confirmed pretty much. Ah, fuck, whatever. Uh, it, it'll come to me. But um, yeah, that, that's it for Prem in terms of, you know, th- things that we wanted to go over. Um, there was a big one today, man. Uh, Champions League related. Uh. I know, I know it probably bothers you a bit, but uh, um, not Real Madrid, Barcelona. Barcelona are in for the second year in a row uh, eliminated from Champions League and going down to Europa, You know, which is crazy because I actually didn't really think that they would. They were in a tough group given with Bayern Munich and yeah. Milan is the strong team and then whoever Plizen is. But... I thought they were at least better than Inter. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, and coming into the season, I I didn't find Bayern Munich to be all that great. But now that they've got all their players playing, they're actually playing pretty well. And the, the league for them is is closer than they would like. But I was gonna say they don't. Yeah, they haven't looked that great. But in the Champions in the league, league, they look good though. They look good in the Champions League. So maybe they're playing to the level of their opponents. Possibly, yeah, yeah, but wow. it's weird. It's it, that's how football they is. They just have Barcelona's number. Yeah, it just—I don't know. They, I think, in the last five games, the aggregate is two, twenty-two to four. 
Yeah, and and like Five shots on target is it's like everything is in yeah, favor. Everything is like astronomically better. So so they just got you know this fucking kryptonite against Barcelona. They've also like quite honestly faced very poor Barca sides as well. This is like the poorest Barca sides we've seen. Uh, oh, I don't know, man. Oh, attacking wise, they're 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 very good, but like let let's be honest, losing Araujo has has ruined that that defensive cohesiveness they had for much of the season. Uh, Kunde is oh, not available either. Yeah, it's one. like they're relying on a very putrid back line. You're mm-hmm. relying on Pique you know, and and and, and uh, Eric Garcia. Like, you know, the crazy thing is, is like with and today was very evidence, and and um, I started having these ideas that like right now, right now, the way that teams are, they they set up, they 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 kind of try to compress everything. They play with these high back lines. Um, when you don't have that sort of speed, when you don't have that, that kind of recovery, and you're playing against someone like Mane, like Musiala, Sane, you know, having a fucking a really high back line is such a it's, it's such a risk. You know, you're I, I think Xavi not identifying that and being stubborn to to keep that sort of uh, tactic on the defense really set them up for failure. There were so many times where uh, they were finding that final pass either it was Kimmich or Gnabry. Yeah, they were just finding like passes and the like, tons of open space, like forty yards of open space, like consistently. And for Xavi to not identify that, I think is, or not to try to adjust that and, and try to play a different sort of defensive system, was was a big fuck up and maybe that's where they lacked in the uh in Champions League that's where they're failing that's and that's Pep's problem as well we have the same problem at City and I I still admire the team for trying to play in a progressive way and not pander to what the opponent demands but yeah I mean adjustment is adjustment half of what managing is yeah, but you're you're referring to just one adjustment. We maybe they adjusted offensively, and and that's not something that we look at. But yeah, um, part of the way they play, and Arsenal play the same way, by the way, is is using a high line. That's just the way that school of thought is. And Both those teams have the personnel to make that change, though. Oh well, Barcelona yeah, Barcelona doesn't, especially with all the injuries that they have. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, with their their actual at least just say back four. Forget about the rest of the eleven. They can play that system. Quite decently, and by the way, like the passes that Byron did get through were ever so slightly onside, and some were called offside correctly, and and the others were I'm fine with, but they're marginally getting through, and but one like you said, once you got like Sane, Mane, Nabri, guys like that, yeah, pace is the the name of the game, and it's even how Liverpool have beat City so many times, you know, that kind of style of, you know, win the ball back and find the runner, it's very simple, but. That's what wins games, you know. Can you play like that every single game and expect to have that same, you know, output? No, but you know, against teams like like Barca, yeah. They when you can them. abuse a backline, and and they're not identifying or not making any change, like yeah. you 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 have to be able to tell what's working against you. Yeah, sometimes yeah. You, you have to have the humility to to change your your tactics, but. I, I still I understand why he's not doing it. I I would wish he he would do it too. Maybe it'd make for a more boring game, truthfully. But you know, honestly, it would make it harder for Bayern to score. But I don't think 
Barcelona and the way they play, their goal is not their goal isn't let me make it very hard for Bayern to score. It's more let me work very hard to score. And well, I thought by, like Barca created chances today. They just uh, couldn't they couldn't sort out the ball in the final third. A few, yeah. They, well, well, they did. Yeah, quite a did. few. It, yeah. it was a, it was it was a good game. I will I will admit that it was a good game, but uh, I it just Bayern Bayern was better. And, yeah, and they are the better team. On yeah. paper, even you know, are they? Yeah, yeah, by far, man. Come on, on. paper. Yes, I by mean, far. Yeah, they they got a better defense. They got a better. They got a better midfield. The only the only area is their former player, Bobby Lewandowski, and maybe Dembele, who's already competing with Sane and Mane and Nabry and Chupo Moting, who's even he's margin. He's margin. I don't, I don't, I don't even consider Mut. Uh, yeah, Chupo but Moting you know that's. Player. I'm just saying though, like yeah. I I hate how people act so surprised when they they see Bayern beating Barca when they're clear clearly the better team. Now if if Bayern were to beat City this consecutively, I'd be like that's inexplicable, you know. But when they clearly have the better team, it's like, well, chapeau, you know. Healthy team, great manager, Nagelsmann, very great manager. I enjoy watching his teams as well. Yeah, it's crazy because he's been on the hot seat. Relative, well, relative speaking. to the league, yeah. But as far as Champions League, apart from last year, they look re- they look like the best team at the moment, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, they, most consistent, because they did they did hand it to everybody. They had the best, the hardest group, in my opinion, and they've clearly passed every test. I mean, they they spanked Inter, they spanked Barca. They might have had their toughest game against like Pleasen, and it was just for shits and giggles. I don't know. I think Bayern are favorites at the moment, but. You know, yeah, yeah, the um, I guess the odds have have them and City on top. Ah, yeah, I mean, City are, are even they are questionable in my opinion. Like, I I don't I wouldn't classify them as favorites because you know what? At the end of the day, they're not going to make those adjustments that are needed to win this these kind of games, and it's not trans trans you know it's not translated to cup football. I feel, but you know, credit credit to Bayern though they play amazing. You know, shit, man, Mane's. A he's killer, a good... yeah, he's a killer in the box. Is it weird to say that? I think I feel like he's better now. <laughs> I, I think he's just I, I think, as good. I think he's yeah. more like he's just on a better I, I team. Think, I think his his talents are 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 more shown here because for for a lot of I would say for most of his time at Liverpool, it was the Mohamed Salah show, and yeah. and now it's it, we're, we're actually seeing oh money money actually is fucking good. Yeah. If Lewandowski's still there, I don't think that's the case. But, you know, he basically occupied the spotlight. But imagine was. if he was. That would be sick, you know. That would be sick. I'm sure they would actually work out quite well. Um, but, you know. Mane has shown to be very selfless. He is. That He's very He's very good. He's humble. He invests he in his community. Yeah, yeah. Um, he doesn't buy expensive cars. He's not too admiring of, you know, backgrounds that accept, you know, homosexuality or, or things like that or... He's not too heavy on Christianity, but yeah, swell guy, swell guy. <laughs> he definitely knows how to, uh, you know, finish that thing, man. And the runs he makes, I, he's he's one of the trickiest players I think at the moment. He's very very tricky. Um, but yeah, Bayern, Bayern look legit. They they do they do look good. I would love a Titan final between them and well, Papa. I would like to see them against PSG, but uh, Bayern. I, yeah, I don't think it'll happen. We already saw that. Yeah, but no, this year I want to see it. This oh. year, yeah, like this year, I think um, you know it would be more competitive. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Messi's playing Unreal right now. Didn't you hear? I saw. I saw something. Yeah. I mean, but they all are. Mbappe's playing. You know, he's scoring consecutively now. That whole team. Like, you, you know, when I hear them, like, they better be. They better uh, be fucking playing. It's Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi. If you're not playing out of your skin, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, just just give it up. Pick other players because if if those guys aren't fucking clicking, I I don't know I don't know what else what else we got to do to get these guys on the same pages. Yeah, no. they have to. I mean, it's it's awesome to see. It's it's crazy, but I'm not impressed. Word, word. I'm not like jumping out of my seat for it. It's supposed to be that good. That's actually how a lot of people feel about Haaland at the moment as well. Uh, but maybe that's a, another conversation. But has, I, I don't ha, know. Like, it, ha, is his dominance the, good for the game? <laughs> the way the way I see PSG is totally different than the way I see City, like in football terms. Like, like the way the way City attacks and, and generates everything, it, to me is is a lot more satisfying than whatever than whatever PSG is doing. PSG are best know. on the counter. I, I just, uh, not even that. I just PSG just doesn't do it for me. They they, they don't take me there. Yeah, I'm I, so unenthused when I see PSG play or when I see a play. I I feel like that too sometimes, but then I feel like I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt because I feel like whatever their background and their history and their Qatari ownership is, I feel like it does skew a lot of people's perceptions and the fact that any player they want they can get, damn near get. I think that's what really annoys people, but. I mean, it's messy. It's messy. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, though. And, and and the whole like knob shining that we have for Messi is it's 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 been a little over sickening. It's very sickening. Yeah, it's overdone. It's overdone for for. Uh... Well, Emmy Martinez said, uh, "Si Messi está hablando, eh, los jugadores se callan, el entrenador se callan, hasta el presidente de Argentina se queda callado." I was like, sheesh, yeah. my boy. Like, yeah. he had re- he already recited that one in the mirror. <laughs> like, hey, man, I, I appreciate that. Like, when I right see now. that, like, I have no doubt in my mind if if Messi goes, hey, tú, Emmy, I'm going to go to Vieja. Without a second thought, he'd be like, yeah, no, 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 for sure. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you need me to get candles? What, what, what do you need? You need chocolates, strawberries? What, strawberries, yeah, nah. Yeah. What time? I'll pick you up, I'll drop you off. <laughs> no, nah, dude. Seriously, those guys will all let themselves be cucked by Messi, and they would do it with a smile. Yeah, like it, it's sickening. But like, arguably though, the best player to ever play the game. Arguably, of course, if not top three, you know, even for the doubters, I think he's top three. I feel like he he almost merits that, you know. Uh, but <laughs> that's a topic for another day, I guess. But yeah, man. Anything else that we we're missing? I mean, um. Atletico knocked out of the champions. Well, too. The, there was like that 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 sort of thing where um, all the Spanish clubs except Real Madrid have been knocked out. knocked out and sent to Europa League. Um, is it a condemnation of of La Liga, or is it just a bad stroke of luck? Um, I will say that La Liga has weakened, but I've also said this before that performance from individual clubs. Isn't indicative of the league's level strength or level, um, because this this sort of shit happens all the time. Where fucking 
Manchester United, Chelsea, whatever. Tottenham. They 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 don't perform well. Yeah, especially Tottenham. Oh, that's a cheap joke. But um, yeah, it's hmm. I don't know. It, we we see it all the fucking time. And um, and I've always said this: winning winning Champions League doesn't mean that the league is better. So and so teams that lost in the round of sixteen doesn't mean the league is better. Uh, you know, it, it just fucking happens. There, there's there's teams. There's a team from the Belgian league that made it to the round of 16. Does that mean that the Belgian league is all of a sudden better? No, it doesn't. Does that mean the Portu- Portuguese league is better? No, it doesn't. Sporting, man. Sporting, Benfica, Porto. Porto they, they all did good. They all did well for their level. But we're not going to sit here and pretend or act like these <laughs> leagues are better. Um... And I'm not one to be supportive of a league per se. As a Real Madrid fan, I couldn't give a fuck if I love that Barca's out. I love that Atletico's out. They're all very loud when they win. They're super loud when they fucking win, right? But now, it's like things are quiet, and and I'm not one to kick a, like kick a man while he's down. I don't mm-hmm. like to do that. Well, the league is still the still league, up for grabs. The, the, yeah. Like, Maybe I mean they might not, they might not be the ones down at the end of the season, um, but you know as far as Champions League concern, and and you know me I don't think it's indicative of how good a team is either, you know now leagues. I don't know, man. Like we could say what we want about the Belgian league, but that's whoever is in the Champions League is their best team. So it's like Real Madrid, like winning and going through. It's like <laughs> sure. congrats, you know. But I mean. You know, it's still it's, it's prize, still, brother. Yeah, but let's not let that go. They got they got some studs though. I gotta say, um, there there's this kind of like cheeky little uh, generation coming out of Belgium again. Not sure if they're serious, you know, but time yeah, will tell. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Time will tell, but uh, yeah, we, we man. see that from time to time. But hopefully, Belgium, for what we know them as being in the last ten years, they continue to be that. Yeah, and Trossard, by the way, uh, scored against City recently. <laughs> I'm I'm really impressed with the kid. I. You know, I would like to be. I would like to be, but I'm not. Ah, uh, don't rate him all that high. Um, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I don't I don't dismiss the Champions League in in the way that you do in it, like in terms of what it means, because at the end of the day, it's the best teams from the best leagues playing against each other. This shit can happen. We can say. All we want, but at the end of the day, it's Barcelona versus Bayern Munich. Those are fucking the like the most historic clubs, two of the most historic clubs of all time. Yeah. One, one has to win. It doesn't mean that one's shit and one's great. It just means that one might have been better that day. No, yeah, or but the ball rolled their way that day. The Bayern is is not the issue. It's the Inter. Like, so you're telling me you're worse than Inter? You're, you're telling me though, you're worth in seventh place in Italy right <laughs> yeah, now. That we, doesn't even get you in Europe. Not even Europa Conference. Well, I mean, where's where's Liverpool in the Prem? And that's that's my point. And they're doing their job. Not really they're doing their job in, in the in the Champions. League. Oh, well, in the Champions League. Well, that that would be an argument in favor of of uh, the Prem, but I don't I don't even see it that way. The way I see it is if you're if you're dismissing your opponent if you're very much downplaying that like your nearest opponent like the, the nearest guy down that's that's all that's doing is 
kind of dismissing what you're what you are no i mean if i said that about arsenal who is a europa league team right now if that it wouldn't make sense like say if arsenal was in the champions league and they advance uh, and they don't advance i'm sorry if they don't advance i would be kind of perplexed you know i'd be like wow this makes our league look real bad like you're telling me arsenal and tottenham are not going to make it through Shit, they're they're losing the sporting. I mean, I think that that is indicative to a sense, but well, all all that to me is showing that that yes, as a collective, the prem might be the best, but also these teams, they're they're, they're not nobody. They're not they're not just these shitty little teams with shit players that are not going to do anything. They're that's they're how I feel about Brook. That's how I feel about Brook, by the way. But I I get it. I mean, the the more historic clubs, I, I can't name like, anybody from Brook. Ah. Uh, well, we need to catch you up. <laughs> uh, nah, but, uh, you know, I think not making out of the group stage is blasphemous, though. You, I mean, for any big club of... It's tough, club. but when you have Inter and Bayern Munich... Yeah, no, but let's not go too far. Clubs like Ajax that are getting kicked out, uh, you know. There, there's a few clubs that, that are, you know, Atletico, as we mentioned. I mean, that's unexcusable for the amount of talent you have. Yeah. The football and pedigree. And you got at their group um, for for um, Atletico, they should be going through. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think it's it, it's a um, it's not a good look, but you know, I think it's tougher to judge a team when it's based on a knockout phase because shit happens sometimes. But you know, it's like it's a it's a one for one, and if you don't make it, then sh- especially the ones that go to penalties, it's like fuck. You the ones know? that go to penalties are tough, but like you, have I think to be, any you have to be uh, dialed in. When yeah. you're in the knockout stages, like, I think you so. have to be at your best. Yeah, like you the, have to respect your opponent. One, yeah. Two, you also have to think that okay, I'm going in a tournament. I I really need to progress. So if I'm not at my best, and my excuse is that I wasn't at my best, yeah. What the fuck am I doing? But here? you know, and it can happen in a league game too. But you outplay your opponent, you're better. You lose. Now they go on. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. The better team doesn't always advance. And and you could even make the case like when City beat. Madrid a few years ago and eliminated them. Maybe they didn't even deserve to because they were very opportunistic. I think, I think it's not indicative. That's all I say. Well, I'll, well, yeah, yeah, I guess. But it, it could be like one bad day and and your whole run is over. And I guess until the tail end of that, it's impressive is if as a team like Chelsea or Real Madrid or Liverpool, you go on a streak of not bad days. They're all good. They all work. And it's because maybe we're more driven. Maybe you're maybe you're more talented. Isn't that what a league is. Well, not exactly, because like say last season, if City would have uh, lost twice against Crystal Palace in aggregate, they're not going forward. So it's not; it's actually a cumulative thing. So that's the great thing. You're well, not- that's going to be the next the the new the new way that Champions League is. It's going to be drawn up like like a table, a team of uh, uh It's going to be a competition of, I believe, thirty teams. But how are those teams chosen? That's my question. The same way that they they are now. Oh, okay. It's just going to be a different format. It's going to be a table, and then it's going to be um, it's not going to be groups. Is th- there's going to be a schedule? I don't know how they're going to um, define it, and then the top eight or the top sixteen or whatever it is. But it's not going to be played on a week to week basis, so it's not it's not like a league. It's it's still different. It's it's technically a league, but well, it's called the going to be a playoffs. League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it never made sense to call but, it, but a it's going to be a league. table. I don't know how they're going to schedule the games. Um, I, I hope that everybody plays each other once. Um, yeah, but it, but it, like I, I think that's the, the the idea is 
yeah, let's do a, a league of champions or a league of the best teams with, with our own domestic leagues. I think that would be cool. Like, everyone plays each other twice. Yeah. Throughout a given year. But, you know, it's still going to be spaced out. I, it's going to be spaced out. but it, That doesn't really reflect the league for me. But, I mean, it's the reality, right? It would be the best. The, if it's a table, then there's nothing more indicative than that. And, and, and by the way, like, sometimes you can lose group stage games and, and go far. And that means that yeah. on the table, yeah. you wouldn't have been first. It would have been the team that actually won. Maybe they could have even got knocked out in the quarters or the semis, but they always won. And on points, they're above you now. So it's really about consist. It does reward consistency rather than a great day at the office. So in the grand scheme, I am in favor of that system, and I hope I can't wait to see it. Yeah, then we're really gonna see who's who. It's gonna be, I think, enacted in the twenty three twenty four season. So next year. Ah, man, start it now. Scrap it now. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll three see points that. is three points, man. That's that's yeah, it's big, it's huge. Uh, but yeah, anything else happen in football? Oh, maybe something near and dear to your home, El Trafico. Oh man, we went there. Well, you experienced it more firsthand than I did. First, uh, I did go to the uh, to the um, the last first, game of the season or first, the first uh, knockout, uh, yeah. Uh, Galaxy playoff game in three years, which was fucking awesome. We won one nil. Uh, one got pulled off, off some bullshit, uh, Chicharo goal, whatever. But the atmosphere was awesome, and uh, yeah, uh, city or uh, city uh, Galaxy beat uh, Nashville, and then the next game up for the playoffs was against LAFC, the dreaded rivals, which was a good match. Galaxy played better, man. I don't know about you. I, I, I felt that sensation myself, but and this is where this is where I say football can be very unjust. We played better. We I feel like we you know held the ball more, generated better attack. But in in a sense, because on the on the even though like LAFC had less opportunities, they actually play accurate passes. They have the touch to take it into the box and define the play, and that's what Galaxy were missing. Um, also, I will say this, and maybe this again is my bias, but I felt that some of the calls that were being made, I mean, not, not, the they ref were, was pretty bad. He was terrible. The I ref thought. was it's, pretty fucking bad. He was not consistent. And, and by the way, uh, like Ricky Puig, I don't even think he deserved that yellow. It was maybe a tap. And, but you know, now they get you for any type of forward head movement on uh, Jason Murillo. Uh, you know, so there was just certain calls that I wasn't a fan of. And, um, ultimately, uh, my my main concern with with Galaxy is we need a better left wing, like we we cannot generate anything from that wing that is so crucial to to just be in equilibrium uh, uh, across the whole front three or the front four. I think the center back. Uh, by the way, um, uh, Gasseres. He oh, he he looked really he's good. He's been so good for Galaxy, but Kulibali, his decision making. Gasseres kind of looks like a Noho Frank. A little bit. He's got that ponytail. <laughs> you have to tell him that next time. Uh, but uh, he's stylish, by the way. Yeah, he's very swaggy. Yeah, he, I mean, you know, it's that South American swag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but but um, going back Kula to Bali is yeah, like he has moments where you're like, okay, that's a very good defender, and then he has moments where it's like, why the fuck is he on the pitch? Because his decision making is atrocious at times, 
And that's really what cost us is he should have just shielded the ball out or or let the keeper have it. Let let him boot it out. Let him clear it. But no, he fucking uh, kicks it towards a corner. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't come down to that. It really shouldn't because in what's his name? In Buaga or whatever his name, the most shit player happens to get like the most iffy call. And let, 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 let's say he was offside. I don't know. Yeah. That was that was a tough one. Yeah. But then um, they get Arango, who's also a fucking shit house on his own. Yeah, and Buanga has this, the game of his life, just tapping it in. Um, you know the you know what really gave me hope was the goal by Jovalic. I mean, just a peach of a strike oh, outside a strike, the box, yeah. and I'm like, all right, we can fucking do this. And then yeah, another defensive collapse. Uh, this time from the keeper, who I mean, you gotta parry that either away or up. You know, not down right towards where it came from. Uh, just well, Alan's all, not the best keeper. He's not. He's not, and he's showing it and. Maybe that's an area that they might improve, maybe not. But for me, more crucially, yeah, maybe a, a, another center back. And I think that left wing needs to be addressed, man. Because Grancer, he tries, and I like him a little bit more than Cabral. But these guys are, are just not conducive yeah, to... Grancer is yeah. just not a good player. He tries hard. He has his moments where he... Like, he had a great goal that day. Great finish. Yeah, yeah. But he, he had his decision-making, again, it's, it's, it's bad. He cuts in when he's supposed to cut out. He dribbles when he's supposed to pass. He's, he doesn't pass when he when he should take the shot. And he, it, it always feels like he does the wrong thing. Most of the time, it's like, no, what do you... Oh, okay. Sometimes it, it happens to work out. More times than not. It's like, what the fuck? And then... Uh, and then... Obviously, Cabral is an issue. You know, I'm... I feel like Cabral has this sort of like Harry Maguire thing where people are going to shout on him regardless of what he does. Yeah, and and and, and it hurts because when I when I went to that playoff game when he came on he, there was booze. there was a collective there was a loud boo. Yeah, I, like I was like, nah, we can't do we can't do that. Like we do that on our own, but we don't do that outwardly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I felt I felt kind of bad. It's for kind that. of like, like Laker you fans, you think, with Westbrook in a sense. Yeah, too. exactly the same thing with like the Harry Maguire Westbrook thing. They're they're scapegoats and they're 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 easy targets, but your vitriol is is misguided. I think. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. I mean, Cabral is bad, but he's not. I don't think he's that bad where you're gonna fucking boo him outwardly. Um, and I, I found it pretty cool that Chicharo in, in that moment was like trying to like be they like, GM no, up, you guys, like, you guys are yeah. fucking. Don't do that, you know. Uh, and it's a playoff game too. We haven't won a playoff game in years, and and now you want to boo like someone that's coming on. He is uh, he is a bit shit though, isn't he? I'm sorry. Oh no, man. he is. Yeah, no. He, <laughs> like like I said, the same thing about Grunts here. Like, it's it's the ugly goes, side of football. He goes up when he's supposed to go down. He goes down when he's supposed to go up. It's it's uh yeah. You're not a footballer, man. I'm sorry. You're athletic, and that's great. And and then maybe that gets the girls, <laughs> but you're not a footballer. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, it's tough. But, I, but he's making good money. He's making a lot um, of money. Yeah, he's making good money. Yeah. How hard can I? How how bad can I feel for that guy? Um. Anyway, so we're done with Galaxy, right? Yeah. Um. Now, uh, just you know, LAFC play Austin. That should be a good one. <sighs> I, I wish there would be a nuclear explosion so we don't have a winner. Cause uh, they're both fucking synthetic franchises. I'm sorry. What do you say to the people that are like, well, you know, we gotta we gotta root for the California team. I say fuck you, because I'm not doing that. You, uh, you shouldn't do that. No one should do that. Go for it. Already here first. Want. Go for them if you want. 
I ain't, I'm not going for no fuck. I'm going to watch. I might watch the game. So I, it, I might not even watch it just out of rebellion. It's on a Sunday, like, like it's a, it's at a time where it's like, it's very, like a midday, uh, yeah. like a very unchampionship level type time. They did that for the final too. I remember I was in Joshua Tree and watching that, uh, you know. Uh, was oh, it? last year. Yeah, last for, year. For, I was like, like, same thing. It was like for the yo, NYCFC. It was like, such yeah. a random time. It was a, it was a very like like eleven o'clock game or something like that. Yeah, it's the yeah. same thing this season. And uh, you know, I'm not interested. But w- would that have annoyed you if you would have seen the type of dude to go like, "Hey, man, y'all got us this time, man. We'll be rooting for y'all. Y'all get him, all right." Dude, fuck uh, fuck <laughs> that. Hey, because there's I, f- I feel like that's a the nice guy's approach when it comes to these kind of things, I'm like, nah, man, they're your rivals, bro. Especially the way we lost them. Yeah, I'm not. It's not gonna sit right with me. Fucked up if you if you think I'm going for LAFC because of what sportsmanship? Because uh, we share the same city. What, where was that? That I thought we were from the same city. I thought we were from Carson. No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not going for Austin though. <laughs> I'm I'm. You know what? I'm probably just gonna watch some NFL football. Uh, I'm not gonna tune in for that. I you know I I'm gonna be rooting for uh, Austin, just for a few reasons. But you know I'm always rooting for the Pulisics. Oh yeah, yeah, and Will uh, Will Pulisic plays there. You know I did I did want to talk about Pulisic. Is he looking better or what? He no. Um, well, he's a hot button issue right now. And no, the the answer for me is no. Uh, uh but you know he is looking better. He played. He got an assist last game alone. <laughs> Well, like Thierry Henry said, he didn't. That's not an assist. Sideways pass. But he he br- attracted three defenders. No, he really did, and and he lays it I off. I saw that, and I think that's part of it, you know. But fair play. But you were gonna say he's a hot topic. Yeah, because well, I, I, a lot of a lot of people are kind of saying what I what I've been kind of on about for the, for the. Last few weeks, months. Well, Chelsea fans are back on his hype train now. They're because saying, because he happened to have a stat. Well, no, I mean he's actually playing good. Like he he comes on the pitch and he's visibly better than the last guy that was on, and and Graham Potter uses him better. It's uh, been like a game or two. No, it's been more than that. It's, it's been, been ever since Potter got there. He's been playing more. He hasn't been playing. That's the thing. No, he has. He has. I I I'm telling you because I see all the minutes he plays because I get notified. And he's he's getting stats and and people are even like, like there's like main Chelsea accounts saying, hey man, like we we should really give this guy a second chance. He's looking better than Sterling. He's looking better than and they start naming the players. I'm like, well, that's what I thought. I I must have been bugging. Uh, I know that off the recent games, maybe the last one or two, he's gotten minutes, but before that, he didn't play for a good while. Well, for much well, when Tuchel was there, that was clear. No, no, f- from from the time Potter has been, I'm, there, I'm gonna have to pull this up. Yeah, there was moment, there was games he didn't play, but in it's, the let's say, few, and it's just very recent that he has played. Yeah, yeah. Well, Potter just got there, but he already looks you know much better, and he's actually being played in like a position where he just actually creates more. You know, he looks sharp. I think, obviously, he's playing better than when Tuchel was there. It looks like he's actually being used properly. Um, uh, I, I, I think that when we talk about Pulisic, it's the same thing that I've been saying. Like, you haven't shown it for the last, you know, two, three managers. But he's showing it now. I, 
Kind of. And then, so, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what we want from him. What do we want from him? Well, okay, so. Yeah, because I feel like maybe I'm hyping him up too much, but you're also kind of belittling his game. Mm -hmm. I think there's a good medium where you could say he's actually playing good and he's not the problem. And that's all I want to say. I think he's playing great, by the way, but he's... Well, he's not going to be... I wouldn't say he's the reason why they don't do good when they don't do good. I, I exactly, that. and that's why I say I wouldn't say he's a bad player and he's playing bad because he's not. You know, he's actually playing well, he's quite good. Playing. Well, lately he has, and good things have happened. And even the fans are are turning on England's wonder boy in Sterling. And maybe it's indicative that maybe Pulisic wasn't the problem. Maybe he was unjustly being benched. Uh, but obviously that's a manager's choice. But I think Pulisic is showing he's starter quality. Or at least it merits game time, which he wasn't getting before with Tuchel. And I don't know. It's kind of weird, but. Yeah, when, when do, uh, I, I guess, I guess it's hard to say. But in, in uh, October of the, it looks like eight games. Yeah, seven or eight games. He's been, he hasn't shown up at all. He's been on the bench. Um, he's played. 29 minutes, 16 minutes, then 75 minutes yesterday. So he, he actually started yesterday. And it was the day that he happened to get an assist. Uh, I, I guess my thing is he needs to leave. I that, think, I, that's think my thing. I would give him one it's more nice season. It's nice to be on a big team like Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And it's good and well. Like I, I, think, I think those things are pretty significant. Like the perception of it. Is definitely important. Like no matter what anybody tries to say, like oh, it's it's only about like how you play. No, I, I think I think if you do well with Chelsea, it looks better than if you do well with I don't know, um, Rayo Vallecano or whatever. Yeah, you know, um, I would I would agree with you previously, but um, my my mind has changed completely now, and I think if he can work his way into Graham Potter's system, I would stay. You know, but that's right now is still a work in progress. And right now, I think a tide is turning. He's looking better, and um, we'll see how how long he can sustain it. His problem has been health. I don't think it's ever been skill. I don't think it's. I mean, this is a guy that scored hat tricks in the league before, scored crucial goals in knockout games in both Europe and you know FA Cups. I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, if he if he's in the doghouse again for another year, I agree. But I don't have that sensation. But only time will tell, you know. We'll have to monitor that. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be a, a little more harsh just because. Well, I mean, it's like name someone better on the team. I, I would say we could shit on him, but like, oh, I mean, at least tell me who's playing better than him, so I can be like, he's the standard at least. Because I, I can't point to one guy and be like, well, he's lighting it up right now. Not even Mason Mount, who's like, uh, I don't, he's the I, poster well, boy. I, I don't rate Chelsea all that high to begin with. Uh, I don't think Chelsea's all that great of a team right now. They're ahead Liverpool. They are. And Liverpool's been playing bad for, for uh, their for their level. And, and I think by the end of the year, or well, I, I shouldn't say that because the season's about to pause. But I think, like, let's say Feb- come February... Liverpool's going to be like tapping on that top four position. They'll, they'll grow into it uh, unless there's like major injuries. 
You'd um, hope so. I don't think they're that mid-table team that, you know... That everyone's... That everyone hopes they are. Well... That the, the decline, I think, has been very exaggerated for Liverpool. Yeah, it's very... But, it's enter, it's entertaining, if nothing less. <laughs> but, like, sure. maybe, maybe we should just be happy that they're mid-table now and maybe not a relegation fodder. I mean, they're losing to relegation fodder teams, Sometimes, so... Yeah. I mean, we'll that have happens. to see. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean... It just happens once, twice, maybe three times a season, but any any more than that, and you will be compared to those around you. I'm sorry. If it smells like shit, then I'm going to say it's shit, and that's what they are. I'm sorry. Kay. Darwin Nunes, I'm going to give him time. I'm going to give him time, though. He scored today. That he did. He also four, missed, four a, missed a sitter, too. He did? What I mean, knows that, man? Oh, well, I'm good for one, but I wasn't worth 100 mil. I, I don't. Shit. Yo no perdono. Yeah, but... My daddy taught me to get on top of the ball. You stupid fuck. Uh, but if you do it too often, then you're too good. You're boring. So <laughs> you gotta measure it, you know? You, you gotta be somewhere like a you know, If I signed up for to watch a season where a player just slides the ball in 60 times a season, I can't get behind that. Yeah, it's it's so it's so mechanical. Uh... <laughs> I start losing interest. Like, do people really understand what they say when they say shit like that? <laughs> I think I think it's a valid point, you know? <laughs> no, seriously, I mean... Go on, go on. Because the thing is, I come from an era where we had Aguero, man. He he scored a nice little plethora of goals. All we're getting these days is tap-ins, 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 head, tap-in. I mean, yeah, maybe one or two in, like in the run of play outside the box, but not really... He's a tapping merchant. Let's be real. He's really good at it. But yeah, it's, I could see why somebody would have that thought. The idea of, like, okay. The, the, Positioning, I know, is the, one the thing. The idea yeah. of tappings, and I'm using air quotes right now, is so stupid to me. It's such a detrimental way of of a player's ability or... I, yeah, I feel it. I feel like I do that all the time, though, about my and, rivals. And penalties, too. Yeah. Penalties. yeah. Well, I, I guess... I I think penalties are unfair, and the fact that we allow someone to pause. Would it annoy you when Messi would flick it onto Suarez? Um, no, uh. no. It, it annoys <laughs> me when when players pause before taking the shot. Yeah, I. If, maybe you don't know that. Maybe you don't remember this, but I always thought that pausing before taking a shot was illegal. Yeah, I, I don't know where where it became okay to. Or, I blame. The I, I just thought it was the rule. I blame the Brazilians. Pause. Yeah, you can't pause before you take the shot. But now it's like everybody does it. The penalty is already unfair. Like yeah, you get a, um, you know, a, ooh, he did that too small. How about um the the like rolling kick like where you like, like kind of like that Bruno Fernandez, Joseph Martinez. You th- you think that's valid? What do you mean? They like they jump. Before they're about to take the penalty. And yeah, that's the same thing. Is it? That's uh, a pause like with Jorginho too. It's already unfair, and you're getting an extra advantage by identifying where the keeper's diving to before you take your shot. To be fair, it's keepers sometimes get away with getting off the line. Not well, they always. Used to. They used to. Now, now that's very much not allowed, and that was also against the rules. They just started calling it very recently. 
it's already unfair. I I think a, a penalty when you when you fucking take the piss like that and you and you pause waiting for the keeper to make a move. But you step up to the spot and you look at the keeper. The guy looks like Yao Ming damn near. Like you know, arms spread out. I mean, I don't know. I for, I'm for the for the guy striking the ball. That fucking goal must look only five yards wide, if that. Whereas the keeper, he feels like that that thing is a hundred yards wide. Ah, you know, so it, it is a mental thing in in a lot of ways, but it's also, I would say, an eighty percent chance for the striker. Yeah, if, not if you're good. Well, yeah, if you if you're about your shit, yeah. Shout out Mitrovic. <laughs> hey, he's nice. Um. Anyway, anything else you need to get off your chest? Nah, not really. Let's just do a preview and uh, wrap this, wrap it up, Dean. Yes, sir. All right. Oh, there's that that fantasy chat going on right now. Um. So Saturday, October 29th. Um. Leicester hosting Manchester City. Leicester been bad. Yeah. We talked about that with Ernie. Manchester City three 0 Yeah, three 0 Um. And I'm being nice. Man, I'm like Lester about to be. I don't, I don't know if Holland's gonna play because I know he suffered a small knock. But if he does play, are we just expected to for him to score these days? Does it feel that way to you? Like we're, he's at least gonna get one. Well, I mean that was always the thing, right? It's like City generates so much, and now they have someone to finish. Yeah, why not? Fair play. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I agree. Three one, three three nil. Thereabouts. Shout out Jamie Vardy, by the way. We didn't touch about it, but. The Red Bull before coming on and scoring. The less I, I hope he gets that, that bag. Yeah, that's fine. You know, whatever. Retire his number at Leicester. I don't give a fuck. That Yo. guy. That guy. Like. Anyway, uh, Bournemouth hosting Tottenham. Bournemouth. Um, I'll take. I'll take a one-one draw. I'll take Tottenham three-one. Ah, fair play. Yeah. Brentford hosting Wolves. Uh, do Wolves have a manager yet? Um, they, I th- they just they have a caretaker at the moment. <sighs> nil nil. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to go Brentford. I, I uh, the more and more I watch uh, the manager from Brentford, you know, the more I'm just like, hey man, maybe this guy, maybe he's the truth, maybe he's the good. Maybe yeah. I was kind of I wasn't a big fan of his, but shit, man. There's this really, really uh, nice video of him and Graham Potter just chopping it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, you know, this guy, he appreciates the the tactics side. Well, and I'm sure every manager does, but you could tell with his teams, they actually play pretty well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, following this, we have... All right, so what's next? Yeah, after that, we have uh, Crystal Palace. Oh, sorry, uh, Brighton against uh, Chelsea. Um, this is a good game, actually. I'll take a 1-1 draw. I, I've kind of liked uh, the way Brighton have looked lately under De Zerbi. Um They haven't really slowed down, you know, and um going to be fun to watch that. And it's a rare example of, okay, we just lost a really good manager, and we might have found a really good manager. So it, there might be, uh, you know, no slowing down for Brighton. Trossard, by the way. Mama. <laughs> que jugador, eh? Not quite <sighs> going to agree with that, but... Um... Pascal Gross? No. All right. Brian, Brian's good. They're, they're a nice little clip. All right. Following, uh, we have Crystal Palace against Southampton. 
they're having a mid off. I'd say uh, <laughs> I'll say one one man. Crystal Palace yeah. are a bit off the mark at the moment, uh, as opposed to last season. Yeah, they're, so. they're dangerous in the sense that you know they'll fuck things up for you. They can spoil the party, and, and you know, yeah, exactly. But they're also not good enough for you to say, okay, well, we're that's like we're okay with losing against them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like you said, a mid off. Yeah, following this, we got Newcastle against Villa. I'll take Newcastle for a comfortable two nil win. Uh, courtesy of Alexander Isak. Isn't he injured? Oh, shit. Miguel oh, Almiron. He's going to be, I think, missing the World Cup. Wait, Sweden didn't even make it, did they? Or did they make I it? I don't know. <laughs> no, wait, Shane, he might. Uh, but, yeah. I think it's a long-term injury. Oh, fuck, is, is man. I mean. Newcastle should win that, though, regardless. Um, following this, though, we have Fulham against Everton. Ah, man. Everton have kind of started to win games. It's kind of weird. Oh, it's so annoying. Yeah. Because they're not that good, but they, they just... I'll, I'll, gi- I'll give it a 2-2 tie. Uh, Fulham, you know, they've shown that they have some pretty good attacking pieces. You know, Bobby de Cordova, Reed, Mitrovic up front. Um, you know, just, just a nice little tidy bunch. Uh, but no. I think Everton have their kind of uh, sprouts now that are coming up and 2-2 sees it fair for me but I don't know what, what say you um 1-1 one, one. fair play Liverpool leads big game for Jesse Marsh and Jurgen Klopp as far as I'm concerned <laughs> ah man if I go with my brain Liverpool win if I go with my heart Leeds win now, if I go with my Wahoo, I have a 1-1 draw. <laughs> Up the fucking leads. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. I think Liverpool's going to win. Ah, uh, don't say that. Don't spoil the party now. Well, they're at home. Yeah, that's true. Anfield is, is this big fortress, right? I mean, shit, it's been proven. Uh, would it be harsh if they sacked Marsh after... Losing to Liverpool, yeah, I think so. I think I think they need to back him at least until after the first month after the World Cup. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If if things don't get better, if they stay in relegation zone up until that point, because right now they have nine points and, that, and that's and they have bad. a game in hand. Too. It is bad. Yeah, you're right. But if they stay there after January, let's say. Um, or whenever the league starts back up for the month, then yeah, maybe maybe we can start having that conversation. Um, but yeah, till it's then, too soon. it's yeah. too soon, especially against Liverpool. Again, they're not their they're they're not at their best, but they're not as bad as the table might make it seem they are. All right, that's my opinion. Anyway. No, no, it's fair. It's fair. Um, following this, we have Arsenal against Forest. A team to you know that can show that they can punish you, they can punish you. Uh, but you know I think Arsenal are just too good right now. They're solid right now. Uh, even if it's not a do- like a domineering win, I'll I'll give them a nice two nil. You know could maybe could have scored more, but we'll take the two nil. They're at home. Yeah. Not much. Uh, this next match is not bad. It's pretty good. United against United, the Hammers against the Devils. Um, two teams that are. 
not too far apart on the table uh, with West Ham being chest behind uh, by a few spots, I believe. Um, ah, Six man. points behind. Yeah. Uh, ah, you know, it's it's a tough one. I, I think I'll give the benefit of the doubt to United. I think their system is, is still paying off. And, you know, they still have some flaws. But and losing Varane is no easy feat. But I still think they're just better. I'll, I'll give it a 1-0 win for United. I'll give it a 3-0. 3-1 um, cuz they don't get clean sheets. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. That's yeah. Oh, that's my that's my forecast. Yeah, anything else, man? No, I, I think that uh that wraps it up. Um I don't yeah, I don't really have a World Cup's coming up soon, so um we're going to have to start like bringing up our favorites and talking about like subplots within that subplots huh there is a there is a fifa movie coming out uh, about like it's centered around the, the corruption surrounding fifa yeah i'm i'm personally gonna boycott that film because <laughs> i feel like it has ulterior motives and i don't want to have my mind corrupted by it i'll watch <laughs> it after the world cup and then i'll i'll face i'll face my demons uh, <laughs> but um one more thing this is a, a small little uh tidbit but um i th- i think in the last 10 city home games they've scored three or more goals um actually they've won three nil each time they're the first team to do that uh, ever in the history and Dude, get this. yeah it's a very specific stat but i i thought um contrary to the past we're actually defending our home a lot more now which is you know typically we usually get popped but yeah something to look out for um, but yeah, that's all I have in the tank. Ah, I didn't know that. Hey, that's man. It's interesting. Don't sleep. All right. Well, that's it. Two guys, two mics, two pints. Episode number 110. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. See you.